Dami, it's an absolute pleasure to see you again. Always a pleasure to see you too. Yes. So uh, what are we talking about? Well, today I thought it would be nice to go down memory lane and think about some of the reasons why um, there's a connection perhaps between moving abroad and, uh, and writing. So mm-hmm. in your opinion, how have you, uh, like, how have you come to write in, in Canada? What kind of impact has moving abroad had on you? I think in all honesty, um, so I was actually at home before I moved abroad. So I was living with my parents, my mum more specifically. And I think for me, um, I've always enjoyed writing. I have a degree in English and creative writing. That's like my, my little claim to fame. Um, so creative writing has always been a passion for mine. But I think it was the stillness to really find the time to actually write. Um, so I'd, in the UK, I'd usually find myself writing on buses or when I was away and stuff like that, never really at home. So, and, and even then it wasn't as consistent, but I think there's a real, um, there's a real correlation between COVID happening and being abroad that's ignited that passion again. I think I found myself feeling like I need to express myself through words um, in a way that I maybe wasn't able to do in COVID because I'm not like having the benefit of being able to chat to friends. So I found that I was putting a lot of things on paper. Um, and I think being in a new space um, being, you know, living on my own, I had that freedom and that that real excitement to be able to say, let me express myself and talk about my experiences in a way that um, was unique um, and to offer a different perspective, but also have that stillness to really kind of focus in and concentrate. So I do feel like for me, moving abroad has ignited it a bit, a little bit, not as much as I'd like. I want to continue um, pushing for more writing, but I think there's definitely a there's been a, a, a passion that's been ignited during COVID. Gosh, that's really interesting because when I think about myself, um, I'd say that definitely over the course of me being uh, abroad and away from home, it seems as though I'm just filled with all of these deep-seated emotions, just being away from my family, being uh, in a new environment, having to meet new people, being very confused, I guess, um, about my place in the world and just being in a very um, unfamiliar environment. And I guess for me, writing is something that um, I always loved to do when I was in England, but particularly now that I've been abroad, it's like um, what it means to me has changed. So mm-hmm. when I was in England, it was very much something that um, you know I enjoyed doing. It wasn't really, I guess, anything uh, particularly serious for me. It was just uh, a nice hobby. Uh, but now that I've been abroad, I can definitely say that it's become much more of like a lifeline for me, something mm-hmm. that... Um, I like to do, um, or I have to do rather, to kind of, um, I guess, manage my emotions and to uh, be still and to be present and just to feel like I'm, uh, you know, I've got all of my thoughts down on paper. So Mm -hmm. that's been quite interesting to... uh, And what kind of writing do you do? I do various forms of writing, uh, Dami. I guess being abroad, poetry is something that I've always mm. I've always done I've always loved to do something that I kind of you, it's very easy to do poetry for me I feel like it's direct, yeah <laughs> it's, it's just like an expression of my of my subconscious I can just be doodling away during a meeting um, mm. or, or during the workday um, so yeah poetry is is always lovely I think my first love of course was fiction okay. um, so love literature love novels love short stories um, so that's another art form that I like to explore. Yeah. Um, and how about you? I think um, I'm similar to you in that poetry is the easiest form of expression for me, especially because for me it's um, it's shorter and more concise and I can kind of write something quite quickly. 
But I think uh, my first passion was actually like more sort of screenwriting, stage writing. So um, I had I, that was a complete surprise. This is to the beauty, yeah, I know. Um, funnily enough, I know that me and you have spoken about this privately about like how much we both love poetry. But like screenwriting, stage writing is really where like I just get really excited. So I think for me, um, I actually started a, a couple of you know screenwriting sort of theater pieces why is this news to me I, I have it's to, coming ju- soon just coming just, soon just, follow me just for context to everybody listening i used to live with this girl and this is the first <laughs> time that i'm hearing that she had a screenwriting side to her but you know what i almost forgot it's like a you know they say it's like a i don't know it's like a bone that you haven't used or like a muscle so you haven't used it was like almost like i forgot that that was actually i was really into that until i recently picked it up and i was like oh, I had forgotten that I had written this piece and I hadn't finished it. And then it just kind of, I was like, let me add to it. So I think for me, when I started doing that, I was like, oh, this is really where I really enjoy it. I mean, I love poetry. Poetry is always going to be my thing, similar to you. But like the screenwriting piece is almost like I can visualize it on stage with the characters and the costumes Mm. and the lights and the audience interaction. Like all that stuff comes into my head because I'm a bit of a creative as well. Mm. So I think when I think of it visually, it excites me to actually write it down on the page. So, So, okay, I'm going to have to interject here because it (laughs) seems that I'm sitting opposite from Shonda Rhimes. In the making. In the the making. But uh, yeah, what kind of stuff are you? writing about then what kind of screenplays have you got hidden um hidden away the hidden gems hmm should i spill the should i spill the tea um i think for me um i have really been passionate about um theater productions that focus on the human experience and when i say that it's um the idea of whether it be a, a single human or several human beings but how they just genuinely how they navigate life right so one piece that I was working on that I've kind of picked up again is this idea. It's very out there, and I'm not going to say too much because I don't want someone to steal my ideas. Um, but it's the idea of um, male and female identity. And it's somebody who essentially is, was born a woman, but, oh, sorry, sorry, was born a man, and then, but when they are, have heightened emotions, they actually transition into being a woman. And it's, it's wow. like that idea of like gender being on a spectrum and we've got male and female characteristics in all of us. And it's just, what if we explored that on a stage? Like with two male and female leads who are essentially playing the same person. Um, I actually caught them, I kind of considered them being black because you know, I'm all about the black people. As Indeed. Issa Rae says, represent. I, I represent everybody black or I, I'm voting for everyone black as Issa Rae said. So I think for me, it's just, um, I think a lot in, in a society, a lot, we get a lot of pressure to like females behave this way, males behave this way. And I do believe there are gender identities, but I also believe that um, we've got characteristics of both in us. And what if we explored that through one human being and how they navigate essentially transforming into a different persona, which is in the form of a, a woman whenever they are have heightened emotions. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. That sounds absolutely fantastic, Dalia. Yeah, well, um, nobody steal it. That's all I'm yeah, saying. <laughs> yeah, please, please. I'm working on it. Copyright. Exactly, copyright. Uh, but no, it's interesting again because um, thinking of myself, when it comes to writing, it's always very personal. Yeah. So I tend to write about things which I've personally gone through. Um, it's very cathartic. I, I must say, the first time that I wrote a short story that I was really happy with and really felt represented how I felt about life and humanity and the human experience and so on, it was um, the story of um, an experience that my younger sister had uh, growing up in Bedfordshire in England mm-hmm. when we were kids. So yeah, for me, poetry, fiction, it's always based on... Um, a prior experience or a prior, like people that I've known, aunts, uncles, uh, relatives, friends. Um, and it's always, I think for me, 
the thing that draws me to art and to expression is the cathartic element of it. So mm. the, the, the extent to which after writing, so for example, mm-hmm. uh, in that short story about my sister, I remember there was, uh, there was a period in writing it where I felt like, this has been bothering me for, for like 15 years since it happened. Mm. And now that I've written it, I've kind of dealt with it so I can move on. Yeah. And so that's really what I'm drawn to, uh, to, to writing by. And of course, all the people um, in, in any of my poems and stories are, are black. We have to represent. Represent. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I feel like, um, yeah, that's a question for you, actually. To what extent do you reckon that um, your personal experiences uh, find their way into the art, or into the into the stuff that you write? Yeah, I think they always do some way, right? Whether it's a form of escapism, so it's very much different to what who you are and how you identify, or whether it's a form of just expression in terms of who I am. I kind of like to tap into both because sometimes I like to visualize my life in a way that I probably have never experienced, and just to kind of explore what that could possibly be, but also experience it, you know, write it as if it were, was me. Um, I recently wrote a piece actually that I um, um, posted. Um, follow me on Tell Me About It on School Live. Just do a little plug there. Tell me about it on School Live. But anyway, um, I recently wrote a piece which was about a young woman who was essentially tried to express to her ex partner how she felt about him because she really struggled with the idea of really being vulnerable. And I've gone through that. I'm sure many women and men have gone through that, right? So I really kind of tapped into those emotions and and I wrote it as if it was a monologue. And I never thought I'd publish it. I never thought I'd even let anybody see it. And then actually my niece read it um, and she loved it. She was like, this is amazing. Can I perform it? And I was like, if you want to perform it, go ahead. So she just went into her room, put a white sheet in her back, drew up in her bedroom and she recorded herself doing it. And then she posted it on her page and she got so much traction for it. So then, um, she, then she tagged me in it and then everybody was contacting me saying, this is brilliant, like, you need to, you need to like, do more things. And then I was contacted by a, a screenwriter, funnily enough. I know this is a story I haven't told you. <laughs> I was contacted by a screenwriter and he was like, this is really good, let's keep in touch and you know, let's you know, potentially work together in the future. And I think for me, that excited me so much because it was, like you said, it was, I tapped into an experience that I felt, you know, not, you know, being in a relationship and not feeling like I can be truly vulnerable with that partner. Um, I just kind of laid it out on a page, just thinking that I'd never really let anybody see it. Mm-hmm. Happened to, my niece happened to read it. And then from there, it became this thing. And she actually got an acting job from it. So it was brilliant for her. Oh, wow. So um, for me, I, I, yeah, I definitely tap into my emotions, but I also like to, you know, see the other side if I can in some places. But see, I, I have a million questions off the back <laughs> of that. But I guess I, I start off with an observation that, uh, similar similar to what you were talking about, I went through an experience where um, one of the stories that I wrote, I actually hated it. I, did, I actually didn't like it. Yeah. I, I, I basically sent it off to, uh, for it to be published because, you know, I was like, I haven't written anything in a long time and I yeah. keep worrying about it and let me just get it out. I wasn't happy with it. But mm-hmm. the reaction to it was really positive and people really liked it. Yeah. And I guess one thing that I've struggled with and I continue to struggle with is this disjunction between people's assessment of the work that I do and my own assessment of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm never really that happy with it, but people seem to like it. And mm. so I'm, I'm always kind of torn between, am I doing this the right way? Am I, am, I, am I right to be putting out stuff that I'm not happy with, even if people are happy with? So that's always a question that's on the back of my mind. And I guess that, yeah, it's interesting. Do you, do you face this? Do you have like this? Um... But I actually have a question for you on the back of that, okay. because, okay, we're talking a lot about, you know, our writing and our passions being sort of ignited living abroad, as we both are, we've moved from abroad. Do you find that you are more tough on yourself here? And, and do you find that you actually share it with more people here? 
Like, it's, I don't know, is that makes a difference to how you perceive your work? I would probably say that I'm tougher with myself here. I think that, as I was saying uh, earlier, writing to me now that I'm away from my family and my friends um, back home, writing to me means a lot more, such that when I'm unable to reach the levels that I know I'm capable of, mm-hmm. and I'm not truly happy with it, then I feel like, uh, I don't know, I feel like I'm not, I'm, I don't know, I'm my own worst enemy. And I, I guess yeah, that this is the experience of uh, of a lot of people when it comes to expression and uh, creativity. And I think the thing that we all have to remind ourselves, of course, um, is that there's, there's, you know, as long as you're expressing yourself truthfully, then yeah. it's, not a, it's not a case in which you can say, oh, this is bad or this is good. It's just... And it's your gonna, truth. It's your truth. Yeah. Um, and this is a lesson that I keep having to learn again and again and again. Um, but I guess that's part of the experience of uh, participating in, in art and, yeah. and so on. Um, yeah. Do you find out of interest that the topics that you're writing about have changed now that you're abroad or are they generally the same as what you're writing about um, in England? Um, I would say if we're talking about like the fact that we were talking well, as we mentioned earlier like it being based on our experiences then yes of course they've changed you know being abroad this is the first time I've ever lived on my own and like kind of had to navigate life on my own so in that I'm coming from the lens of somebody that is um, you know navigating life as a young adult right whereas at home I was still obviously a young adult but I was with my parents so that experience was slightly different so I do think that taps into my writing style and I you know I you know have you know have make, get my own groceries and I you know go out on my own I have my own job and I do things on my own so I think in that respect my experiences and my outlook on life is slightly different because it isn't essentially tied to my parents or my family as you mentioned so I do think for me um the experience of living abroad has really had a big factor in terms of what my writing is now but I think the general gist of my sort of creative style I'd say has remained the same yeah, no, I think that's fair. And uh, I mean, at least when it comes to the poetry, I think that the topic has generally stayed the same. It's very much um, dominated by love and the desire for love and, you know, connections and, and you know, and so on. Um, with the fiction writing, I think that it's changed a bit. I've kind of explored a bit more, I guess, my memories of of um, living in London and just... Um, I guess my family and although that's something that I did explore in England yeah. I feel like the intensity of it and um, I guess the emotions behind it are a bit different now because I'm abroad and because you know I haven't seen my my family in over a year and uh, very much missing them and, and so on so uh, it is interesting to see the connection between obviously um, the stage you are at in your life and the content of of your of yeah. your writing and your emotions and just how the two um, mix together. But before we complete, what, do you actually post your stuff anywhere or do you just keep it to yourself? That is a very great question, Dami. Thank you very much for asking that. So um, you can find my poetry on Instagram uh, under the handle Echoless Poet. Uh, so please check that out and you can see lots of, uh, lots of lovely poetry that I've, uh, that I've written. Um, some of my short stories are you know, available online. Um, if you Google my name, The Lap of a Pamper, um, you'll be able to find some uh, published online. So, Yay. Um, yeah, thank you very check much. Check him out, check him out, check him out.